Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults. And I'm going to be generous. Also for poets. You're all-encompassing today. Ah, today I am. I'm going to be generous. Normally, I exclude poets from the show, but today, I'm going to let them in. Why not? they got to be in out from the cold every once in a while. That include rappers and other musicians, because they're poets no. also, right? No. No, I'm not. The, I, I can't. <sighs> Here's the thing. You would think that as ornery as I am, I would like rap. You know? It's all about kicking people in the head and taking their shit and beating them down. Mm-hmm. You know, and getting wasted, I think. I don't listen to enough rap. I may be wrong, but that's the impression that I get. And if it's Eminem rap, it's about killing people and putting them in your trunk. That's about as much as I know. But it makes me wanna it makes me want to shoot people, namely rappers. I don't know why. I don't like it. I think that is pretty common amongst the rappers themselves. They don't like each other. It's not well, like they East, bond yeah, I mean, over their music. You, well, it's East Coast, West Coast, Kim. It's a lot like, you know. Missouri and Arkansas, Oklahoma and Texas. They just don't get along. Just the way that it is. Kind of like our family, according to Thing 3. Yeah. I'm not... Again, I'm going to blame Jesus for this. We were all sitting around, and we weren't... Nobody was fighting. Nothing was really even happening, right? No, we were actually all in the living room watching television together and discussing stuff. Right, just chilling, watching Mm -hmm. some TV. Just hanging out, which happens all the time anymore. I swear to God, we we kicked a kid out, and now it's like old home night every fucking day. It's true. It's weird. When we had three kids who lived in this house, they all scattered into their rooms constantly. Nobody was ever in the living room but me and you. Now that we only have two kids, there's always at least two kids in the living room, and sometimes all three. True. I thought we got rid of one of them. Why are they here all the time? Well, thing one admitted to me that she spends a lot of time alone and she doesn't really like it. <laughs> all she said when she lived with, I got to get out of here because I need my space. Now you got your fucking space and you can't wait to come back. Sit yeah. on my couch, eat my popcorn, watch, watch my TV. <laughs> That's one of the difference between her and me too. We talked, I told her about that before. I thought it was weird because when I moved out, I never wanted to go home again. I mean, I, there was nothing I, I could not. The only thing I missed was you. And mostly because there was no sexy time. Thanks. <laughs> Once I got you up there, though, I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't need anybody else. I got all I need right here. We're done. So we're sitting there watching TV, just hanging out. And out of the blue, she starts talking about how we're so dysfunctional. Right. I just looked at her. I was like, what are you fucking talking she goes on to say how about how we talk about each other behind each other's back. And I was like, well, you know, dad and I will discuss problems. I think that's my right <laughs> as a parent yeah, to be able to discuss my children's issues. Right. And I don't have, I think we should be allowed to talk about, I mean, I think her, her characterization of what we do is not fair. We have talked about things that thing one is doing now, right? And told True. told our other children and said, look, I understand that your sister is doing this. We don't think it's a good idea. 
right? Right. Again, that's my right that's as a parent. Right. That's I think, my prerogative. To teach from examples, know, right. right? Or we have said, "Do you see that your sister moved out, and it's not all about a fucking roses, right?" Right. <laughs> or we will sometimes say, uh, "Don't pester your sister today. She's on the rag." Right. Or I will say, "Your mom is not feeling very well today. Leave her alone." Right? That's not really talking about but, somebody. But that's what she thinks. She thinks that's gossiping. Yeah, she thinks if we're not all singing kumbaya, holding hands right. and making s'mores in the living room. We have dinner together literally every night. You cook dinner and give it to us together as a family every night. I know. How is that? I, I was so perplexed by what she thought was dysfunctional. And I know that she gets upset when we yell, right? That gets her upset. But I've tried to explain to her before, too. Nobody yells until you start yelling at us. Right? Me? Because You mean her. Her is what I'm talking right. about. When we do, like, she gets upset when there's yelling during homework. But I explained to her before. Nobody yells at you when you're doing your homework until you start yelling at us. Mm-hmm. And once you start yelling at us, then, yes, you will get shouted down. Again, I'm the parent. I'm allowed to yell at you if things get out of hand. Sometimes I got to get your attention. So we're sitting there watching TV and I was just like, okay, if this TV so fucking great. People are all fucking Cosby show. Let's just watch this shit. And I will point out how we're not as bad as these people. Yeah. And every single show. People were dysfunctional. Right. And I said, you realize that it, the perfectly functional family is a myth. There is right. no such thing. There's no such thing. Well, Every I, family has some level of dysfunction in one manner or another. Yes, because you don't get to pick them. Right? I don't get to pick the people that live in my house. I rolled the dice. I got three kids that are all different. I don't get to pick you. Exactly. You didn't and get you to pick much, me. You do the best you can. Right. There's no manual to follow. No. There's, you know, no chapter ahead to skip to so you know what's coming. Right, and kids know. are really good at throwing curveballs. Yes, and they're assholes 90% of the time. And it's not necessarily because your kids mean to be assholes. It's because they don't know any better than to be assholes. So I was a little, that was a little disturbing to me that she was that concerned that we were too dysfunctional. And then I was complaining because they didn't, they weren't doing something. It was the dog. They weren't taking care of the dog, right? The dog was being annoying. I was like, somebody pay attention to the dog so she shuts up. Besides me. Right. Besides you or besides me, whatever. And she was like, well, why don't you do something, dad? Yeah. And I was like, okay, yesterday on a Saturday, I worked for 15 fucking hours on a Saturday. Well, that's not the same. Do you have a place to fucking live and food in your belly? Shut the fuck up. That's just the age, though. Kids are snarky like that at that age. Every single one of the girls went through that. Oh, she is. She is easily the worst about the snark factor. She's terrible about it. And I will, you, you have seen her say shit and then immediately look at the person she said it to almost ready to cry because she knows that the hammer is coming now that she is over the fucking line. She's got a mouth on her, man. Tell me, why don't you do something? I'm about to come over there and do something to you. We'll see how you like it. So I'm hoping that our conversation with her made her feel better, that her, her family's not about to splinter apart. I don't think she's completely convinced. 
But I think you know, maybe we should just expose her to a little bit more reality TV. Well, you would think that going over to her friend's house where everybody's fucking divorced and they don't know who their baby That's daddy true. is. Or, That's true. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You got it kind of good, kid. Both of your parents live in the same fucking house. We hate each other, but we live in the Cut same house. Cut it out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just think it's weird. When I was growing up, I mean, you, your parents got divorced when you were little, right? I was 10. You were 10. So you were pretty small. But, you know, there was trouble before that. Yeah. My parents never got divorced, but they should have. Like, I wish that my parents would get divorced because they, they were so unhappy. You know, like you'd hear them crying at night and stuff. Hear my mom crying at night while she's talking to my dad, telling her how she didn't feel like she was good at anything, which, to be honest, she wasn't good at anything but making babies. That's nice. That's all she could do. She couldn't clean the house. She didn't graduate from high school. She didn't really know how to do anything but be a pain in the ass and squirt out kids every time she closed her eyes. But I often wish, I was like, please just get a divorce so all this bullshit will stop and I can stop hearing about it. And I don't want to hear you're fighting in the middle of the night. Because that was the thing, too. It's 1.30 in the morning and you people are screaming at each other in the living room. You don't think we hear that? We're kids, but this house is a thousand square feet. Come on. Come on. I think that was generous. <laughs> a thousand? It was That's a th- really it, generous. It was a thousand square feet. I don't feet. think so. Yes, it was. No. It, Kim. Including the garage or carport, was, I guess, at that time. No, come on. It was a three-bedroom house. Okay. And one of the bedrooms is bigger than our master bedroom. You're, you're just silly. Okay. You're just silly. I mean, if you think the rooms are 10 by 10, how many square feet is that? It's 300 just in those rooms. Mm-hmm. And then you there have was a utility- one bathroom, which was tiny. Okay, the bathroom was very big. The kitchen was big, though. Okay. So there's a, come on, you're just being silly. I think you'd be really shocked if you actually Fine. go figure okay. it out. It wasn't a very big house, but that's what I'm saying. Small. They're fighting in this little bitty fucking shack, and they don't think we can hear them. And so maybe that's what she thinks. Maybe she thinks we fight too much. Though we don't. Do you think that whenever we're having sex and you're crying into your pillow, that's what she's saying? Shut up. She's, she's like, mom cries too often. Every four weeks, like clockwork, she cries. I don't know. I'm just hoping we got her straightened out because I don't like hearing her talk about her family because mainly because she's got she doesn't have a sensor and she'll talk to other people. That's the big thing. Right. I don't want her. We talked about the fact she's going to church. I don't need her getting counseled. You know. My parents have been so rough. They never need love. They don't love me. You know. (laughs) Yeah. And it's going to be that time of year where Baptists like to roll out fucking revivals and get everybody saved because it's devil time. That's true. You know, speaking of devil time, I heard there's a new trend in haunted houses around here where they make people go through haunted houses alone. Like you're staggered out oh and you're God. by yourself. I wonder how many people don't make it all the way through. Well, I don't know how you couldn't. Where are you going to go? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? But I like, what were we watching where they had the still shots? And they're like, and the people are freaking their shit yeah, out. Yeah, it's when the people are actually towards the end of the haunted house. And yes. how many of them show the guys hiding behind their girlfriends? Yes. That's not cool. Women and children <laughs> first. It's, it's really, it's really not very nice. As a shield, bitch, get ahead of me. Somebody's <laughs> yeah. about to get it, and it's not going to be me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that's not fair though, because like when we when we go on rides and stuff, I'm always behind you. It's not like I mean to be. It's just the way it works out. 
You know what I'm saying? But there are some of them where they're clearly holding the chick out in front of them like a shield. You know, they're like arms are straight out extended. Yeah, where like, they're cowering behind yes. them, cringing. Yeah, that'd be weird. I don't, I don't like haunted houses really. They kind of freak me out a little bit because when I was a kid, I was traumatized by my fucking asshole father. They make me laugh. I don't know. They freak me out because, like I said, when I was a little kid, my and I'm talking a little kid, five years old, a little kid. I was forced to go through all that bullshit just because they wanted to. I was like, do you understand? You're fucking 20 years older than me. Stop being a dick. It's not nice. And even the people at the place were like, you know, your kid can just wait right here with me. Nothing will happen. I promise. I'll watch the kid because your kid is in hysterics right now. I would go just to look at the makeup and the clothes and the setting. I'd be all enthralled with the theatrics of it all. They're kind of cool, but the new ones, I think, are too dark. I think they really are so dark that you can't really see anything. It's just freaking you out. Yeah. I, well, I don't like the strobe lights when they do the strobe light well, thing. Well, you wouldn't like most that. of them then because I've seen some ads from them. They're pretty much all I throwing really strobes in there. Because then you, you have unsure footing. Well, I can. And that's another reason and then why. people I, break their legs and stuff. Right. That's the reason I don't like them because strobe lights and shit give me a migraine. And that's yeah. not cool. I'm not down with like that. Plus, they scare me. And like I said, I don't need that shit. Spooky. Traumatizes a child. Damn. I wonder if somebody touched me when I was a little kid at one of the haunted houses. Maybe that's probably. Probably. Maybe that's probably. probably thought they did. Oh, I would know. You're afraid they were pretty, going to. pretty familiar with what being touched feels like. As corn mazes go, the one on Bob Connor's farm in Danvers, Massachusetts, isn't particularly challenging. It's one of our average to smaller mazes, said Brett Herbst counts that maze among the 2,000 he has designed in the past 16 years. A typical visitor should expect to complete it in about 20 minutes, he said. Still, a local family had to be retrieved by the police when they were unable to find the exit to Mr. Connor's maze before the sunset. The parents, toting an infant and a small child, panicked and called 911. The punchline, Mr. Connor said, was that the family was about 25 feet from the exit when they called for help. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, dude. <laughs> if you're the dad, you never you'll never live that down. Your whole life you'll be the dad whose kids look at him and go, My dad couldn't even get me through a fucking corn maze without fucking it up and having to call the police. That's my dad. I'm real proud. <laughs> Have you ever been in a corn maze? I don't think I have. I've been I'm in a, trying I've to been think. In a I mean, I, we've lived in the country and stuff. I yeah. just I've been in a couple. They're not. I mean, they're I, to me. I think they're interesting just because, uh, like a regular maze, you know, has walls that you can't really see through, mm-hmm. right? So you have a very good sense of where your of your field of vision and stuff. Right. Corn mazes are kind of freaky because you can sort of see through the walls. Right. You know what I mean? So it gets it can be kind of confusing. But here's the tip. If you're ever in a maze and you're confused about how to get out, put your hand on the left wall or the right just wall. Just keep it on and just the keep wall. fucking walking. Right. You'll come out. These things aren't like some kind of diabolical labyrinth that you'll never escape from. You know? And and don't call the fucking police. Well, here's my other thing, too. If you can get in and out, I mean, it's a 20 minutes. is not like a straight shot. Like you're walking for a full 20 minutes straight away. So you're, you know, a mile away or whatever right. from somebody. <laughs> right. How about you shout? Well, here's my Somebody's other thing too. probably going to be able to find you. Here's the other thing, too. If I'm really that concerned about it, right? Like, uh-huh. I'm I'm afraid that I need to call the police for but help. But you're going to start fire? No. 
I'm just going to walk through the fucking corn. Yeah, but you don't know which way to go. Uh, how far do you think you'd have to walk in a straight line oh, before you come true. out of the fucking cornfield? It can't be that far. <laughs> You're not trapped. It's corn. As long as you don't get turned. But here's the thing, too. Is corn's planted in rows. Well, not in a corn maze. Corn maze the corn maze fields now, they're planting pretty close together. So it's not just like rows, rows. Um, you know what I mean? They, they, they're kind of preparing them now. I don't know. I just think it's funny. Like, and like I said, as a dad, you, your kids will look at you for the rest of their lives. Like, do you remember that time my dad freaked out because we were in a corn maze and he couldn't find his way out and he had to call the police to come rescue him because he's a big fat fucking pussy. I hate my dad. I hope he dies. Well, I'm guessing, you know, since they had an infant and a toddler, the kids probably wouldn't remember. But now somebody put it in print and on the internet. Oh, yeah. So they're never going to oh, yeah. live it down. Yeah. He's got to go to work. Shit. I'd kill myself first. This is the thing. It reminds me of uh, Parks and Recreation whenever they had the Ron Swanson Park Rangers thing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And the, what did the whole book say? This whole guidebook for the Rangers. Be a man. Be a man. That's all it said. You open it up and it just says, be a man. People have forgotten how to be a man. Like, they don't know. And I'm not talking, you don't have to have great survival skills and shit. You just have to be able to look at a situation and go, my family is kind of freaking out. I need to handle my shit and then handle it like a man. Don't call the police like a fucking bitch. You got to call another man to come get you out of a corn maze because you're such a fucking pussy. You you would never, you would never have sex with me again. Would you? She's probably done having sex anyway. She got two kids out of him. The absent-minded housewife is saying it's because his wife had a hormone freak out. Well, this is what you do. I've seen plenty mm-hmm. of movies. When your wife's having a hormone freak out, you give her a quick, sharp slap. Uh, my guess is somebody had to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have to shit. I'm and not I going out of here. And I can't do it in a porta potty which means we have to get out of here and get in the car, <laughs> drive back to the city where we live, drive to our house, go in the house, and I'm running out of fucking time here. Yeah, that's probably one of those places that does have an outhouse. And you have I to know. use a damn corn cob. Uh, right. <laughs> You'd be like, look, I got to turd turtling out here. We got to get the fuck out of here. That would be not cool. So funny. I just think it's funny. It's a corn maze. Walk the fuck out. What do you think about the giant um, pop-up tents that they have with all the pumpkins? All the sad, anemic, shit-ass pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Like the Christmas, where you usually sell Christmas trees in the big tents. They're no, pretty weak. Just pumpkins. They're pretty they weak. They are. They're tiny. Well, we were warned that the pumpkins are going to be shit this year. Mm, it's sad. Need to, get, need to find some of those funkins. I'm so tired of hearing you talk about funkins. Shut up. <laughs> it's a dumb idea. I'm going to quit talking. It's a dumb idea, and I don't like it. Speaking of pumpkins, though, how about that? Halloween Wars on Food Network or whatever. Uh, I think it's amazing. How bad do you feel for the one super excellent pumpkin carver? Okay, well, each there's <laughs> several teams that are competing. Right. And each team has basically a baker, a candy expert. Correct. And a pumpkin carver. Correct. And this one particular team, the pumpkin carver, kicks all kinds of ass. He, he's never lost a competition that's just pumpkin carving. Because he's fucking amazing. And he's essentially saddled with a baker and a, a candy maker that just drag him down 
relentlessly. At best, and the judges even say so. And yeah, how shitty right. would you feel if you're standing up there in front of the judges and they're like, well, I think he kind of got dragged down by his teammates. Well, before, before that, they were saying your pumpkins are just overpowering everybody on your team. That's how they were saying it at first. Like, it's his fault that his shit is too good. And you can just see it in his eyes. He's like, I fucking hate this competition. So it looks like the preview for next week, he just says, fuck it, and learns how to do it all himself. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make the cake. I'm going to make the candy. I'm going to carve the pumpkin. You Step fuck- aside. You fuckers just sit down until I tell you to do something. No, he let the guy <laughs> scoop the guts out of the pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty funny. It looks like it's going to be good. Uh, but that guy's pumpkins are amazing. He made like an almost life-size zombie out of a pumpkin that he pieced together on fucking tubing. And it was fucking amazing. Maybe we should do that this year. Yeah, that's up to it. sure. Mm-hmm. Fun. Wrong. Next story. A 38-year-old father has been arrested after forcing his 16-year-old daughter to participate in a mock medieval sword battle for two hours until she collapsed <laughs> in the front yard. The girl was also bruised and injured from the sword battle. Fremont Say, the father, tried to discipline his daughter by hitting her with multiple switches. Then, as a tactic change, he made her dress in medieval clothing and fight him for hours with a wooden sword. Say allegedly told investigators that he was a renaissance fighter and that because his daughter was 16, he had the right to fight her with a wooden sword. Yeah, but well, thank not, God it was wooden not, and it wasn't metal. Not until she falls over, dude. You know you know how he got in trouble? Uh, the neighbors saw him. She called? texted one of her friends. She had time to text? Afterwards. It was afterwards. She texted one of her friends and was like, oh, I'm so tired. My dad beat me with a sword today. <laughs> Oh. that is some crazy stuff i just think it's um hey they use the word switches how many people do you think even know what a switch is anymore well i certainly know what a well, switch of course was, but yeah do. i don't think any i don't think it's common do you think anybody either. under the age of 30 understands the concept of a switch and i mean really understands it no they think it's something on the wall that turns the light on and off right the word switch still fills me with like a deep primal dread you know, go outside, get me a switch. Which meant go outside and find a stick with which I will beat Yeah, you. but you know what? My parents did not employ that particular brand of punishment. It Holy was my shit. grandparents that, that would threaten that. Like, the, did they ever do it? My crazy grandma. Did you ever bleed? No. My mom hit me with a switch one time, and I, I said, uh... And I was like nine at the time. I said, you really need to, con- I mean, this isn't exactly what I said, but in summary, you need to really think hard about what's about to happen because you're going to feel really bad when this is over after you beat me with a stick. And she didn't. I was all bloody crying. <laughs> was Am I allowed to cry as a nine-year-old boy if I got beat with a stick until my legs were bloody? Did your legs really bleed? Yes. <laughs> well, that just makes me dislike her Dina, even more. Did you never, when I told you I was abused as a child, did you think I was kidding? Uh, I think you were exaggerating a little bit. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Oh, Kim, how little you know. I got beat with electrical cords and belts and switches. You don't think that counts? I got beat with electrical cords. That's not nice. <laughs> I got beat with a wooden brush. Would you trade? See, I think your child, I, I think, know. I think even though I was beaten I severely, know. 
I think my childhood was better than yours. Just <laughs> nice. <laughs> just, just qualitatively. <laughs> I think you're right. Because it was different, a different kind of bad. You know what I mean? I think I had multi levels of bad. I know. Look at you. That's why I like it because you're super damaged. It's nice. nice. But this story reminded me of uh, <laughs> thing two and I play Gears of War together. And she's now mm-hmm. old enough where she can, she's actively competent. You know what I'm saying? She's been competent for a couple of years as, now. Yeah. For a couple, but, but really, she's much better now even than she was when we were playing Gears of War 2. Right. She's much better. She's, mm-hmm. So she's actively competent. She has a lot of friends to play and we're playing. But I was thinking about how goofy it was because we were playing for like three hours the other night. Right. Trying to finish Horde mode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, when is, she's going to talk about this when she gets older. We're like, my parents, my dad made me play video games for hours on end until my hands were so Oh, as a punishment? Yeah. I doubt <laughs> That's it. That's how she'll remember it. She's already not you liking it. Because history. She's already not liking it because her friends like to play Gears of War with me. She does not approve. That is an issue. I'm really good, though. Playing Gears of War like me is like a, getting taught how to play Gears of War. You learn so much just seeing me play. Like, I got mad skills. I'm shooting people with a sniper rifle while they're diving for cover. You get the Superman ribbon for that. I'm torque bowing him in the head and it's sticking the guy behind him and killing him. I think it is a strange moment when your children realize that maybe you're not so... I don't know. So old. I'm not so And out of it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yes, because her friends tell her constantly, Oh my God, play Gears Worthy Dead. It's so much fun. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like thing one, when she was in 10th or 11th grade, she had a friend that wanted to come over just so she could talk to me. Yeah. We are the cool parents. Our kids hate that. We are the cool parents, though. But I think it's weird that so many of these teenage boys or dads don't play Gears of War with them. Don't you think that's weird? Cause they're, not they're, everybody's into the game and things. Their, their dads are all men of about the same age as I am. Not everybody likes games. Do you understand? Any, some some people like to do the golf and thing. Any male they don't necessarily want to play video. Games. Any male raised in the same generation as I do loves video games. We were weaned on video games. It's no, no, you're wrong. Not everybody likes video games. You know who doesn't like video games? Me? Losers and girls. Shut up. Losers and girls. That's who doesn't like video games. Oh, also, all. Old thing men. two happens to be a girl. So, also yeah, old men. Old men. She really wants to to be Anya for for Halloween. And for it Earth. is the 18th. And how much time do I get to put a costume? I'll together? get her. I'll get her a lancer, but she hasn't gotten. You just have to make the costume. I've been asking people for weeks what they want to be. You just have to make the armor. Come on, don't be a baby. i put my thinking cap on. <laughs> Last story. Police say a Detroit-area man had his nine-year-old daughter drive him to the store because he apparently had been drinking. Brownstone Township Detective Lieutenant Robert Grant said Monday that the girl was sitting behind the wheel in a child's booster seat before 3 a.m. on October 8th when an officer opened the driver's side door of the full-size panel van her father <laughs> uses for work. Grant tells the Detroit Free Press newspaper, the girl said to the officer, what did you stop me for? I was driving good. I was handling it. A booster seat. <laughs> That's what thing two is going to need. 
don't want to read this uh, story, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. It's very strange that this kid was able to drive in a booster seat. Because that moves your legs off the we the pedals. You know? Because if your butt's off the ground, your legs aren't long enough to reach. I don't really know it's how she was strange. doing it. She was probably sitting on it and then, I don't know, putting her feet down. No, it's weird. Standing up, I mean. <laughs> do just like rusting her tushy on it. You'd think you'd want it lower. I don't know. She could clearly handle it, though. It does remind me of when, when we were growing morning. up. Did you know anybody that had a farm license? That could drive like a tractor or whatever to school. Right. Mm-hmm. They could drive trucks yeah. to school. You didn't know people like that? Yeah. I remember when I was 12, there was a kid who got to drive the farm truck to school. I thought that was the greatest fucking thing in the world. Mm-hmm. He was not my friend, though. I wanted to be my friend, but I think he was not allowed to have friends because then his parents were like, you're going to get in all kinds of fucking trouble if you have friends. If you start talking to them city boys. Well, <laughs> 12-year-old boys and a truck? Come on. Mm-hmm. That's not going to no, I just knew somebody who'd drive a tractor to school. Drive a tractor. Which totally sucks when it's raining. I didn't know anybody that, that, drove, the, I didn't know anybody that drove the tractor. I knew, I knew a couple people that a had lawnmower. truck licenses. No, nobody had a lawnmower. Though I remember when I was a kid too that you could you could drive a motorcycle without a license as long as you didn't drive it on the highway. It'd be really hard to get around. Well, if where you think we about were. if you think about out past where I used to live, that's where they were coming from. They'd come in there, go over the overpass, and they'd be right at the school. You know what I'm saying? But if you're on the overpass, you're on the highway. No, you're not on the highway on the overpass. The overpass is a local road. What? It is. It's a local road. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're being silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even coming down your road was a highway. No, no, no. No. It's not the interstate. It's a rural highway. They didn't have any trouble with that. It was like a farm to market road. Speaking of which, I'm going to be riding my mic this weekend. You want to go? Mm-hmm. I'll take you for breakfast. I'll think about it. I'll take you out to Chef Point for breakfast. I don't know. I'm delicious. excited because it's been kind of chilly. And I've had the windows open and we're like playing to freeze out because we've been so hot <laughs> and the girls are complaining and they've got their snuggies and stuff. And I'm like, care. I don't care. I don't care. I absolutely don't care. Open. This is the first time we've done a show in this studio. Sweaty. I don't have any boob sweat. In eight months that it hasn't been hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. I've been hot for eight fucking months. This is the worst year ever. Global warming from hell. Ugh, right? No, and it's supposed to get down to 40-something tonight, I'm gonna sleep. and I'm still keeping the I'm windows I'm going to go open. outside on the pool deck and lay down naked and sleep oh, out there. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Of course, it's not going to last. We're going to clean up the pool again. I will take you out there, and I will have sex with you in the oh, pool. Jeez, no. I'm not going to get yes. in the water. That's yes. ridiculous. It'll no, be cold, it'll be, cold, it'll be cold. delicious. No. Yes. No. Look, I'm not giving like you a choice. I told you what was going to happen, so no. just stop being difficult. God, no fun at all. But emails, working the emails. RWTY show. What if they wanted to call? Because nobody uses email anymore. Call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Very nice. You could work. Or you can text. I wonder if that number still works on your crappy old phone or if you need an iPhone to call the good It works on any phone. (laughs) Any phone. Uh, Thing one has my old phone. She liking it? She's loving it. Because she broke hers like a. But I don't like how she somehow managed to scam a Lorama all of the 
charging cord. She's saying she didn't take it. Yes. But, but right. It, she told me. always she go, disappeared after she shows up. Yes. Yeah, she goes, I didn't take it. And I, did you see what I texted her? No. But you're a fucking liar. Bring it back. She's the last one that had Fuck, it. Now it's gone. gone through like three of them now. Well, you still get your little bitty midget cord that I bought you. Yeah. It works. Like three inches long. It works. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Ooh.